This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. It's thrilled today to be joined by a brilliant leader. We're joined by Dr. Tarlene, Tarlene Taddy. Dr. Taddy's at the University of Colorado. She's also spent time at her medical, medical residency at NYU Langone. Uh, she also did a fellowship at Johns Hopkins. Overall, a brilliant leader. We're going to talk today about patient flow, operational efficiencies, and more. Dr. Taddy is the medical director of patient flow at the University of Colorado Health System. Dr. Taddy, do you want to take a moment to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, thanks so much, Scott. So I am an associate professor of medicine at the University of Colorado School of Medicine, and I have been a practicing hospitalist, so internal medicine trained hospital medicine provider at the University of Colorado Hospital uh, since 2010. UC Health is a uh, regional health care system uh, in the state of Colorado with about 10 hospitals now, um, and the University of Colorado Hospital is one of the hospitals in the system. Fantastic. And Dr. Taddy, in addition to those roles, also serves with the Colorado Hospital Association, leads the statewide quality and safety initiatives, initiatives in Colorado hospitals, also oversees workforce development, physician engagement, hospital emergency preparedness and innovation. Uh, just by background, also a right now associate professor at the University of Colorado School of Medicine. We're an academic hospitalist and also earned your medical degree from St. George's University, did an internal medicine residency at NYU Lingone, and fellowship in hospital medicine at Johns Hopkins, Bayview, just a magnificent background. Tell us a little bit about, we're going to talk to you about capacity management, patient flow, and more. It's some of the efforts that you lead up at University of Colorado uh, and also the Colorado Hospital Association. This podcast is also just by background sponsored by LeanTOS, magnificent service provider in this area. Talk a little bit about capacity management across healthcare and about your organization's experience with bed capacity management, and what was the approach like before the pandemic? What does it look like now? How do you sort of deal with bed capacity? It's such a critical issue. Sure. The, it's absolutely been a very challenging time for capacity management across healthcare. In our organization, um, bed capacity management was always a challenge as we have been in the state of Colorado, um, both a regional um, and a state referral center for uh, specialty care and general care uh, for patients uh, that we serve. In the past, before the pandemic, um, bed capacity management was pretty, I, I don't want to call it rudimentary, but it was certainly less um, directed with predictive analytics. We were using the traditional, um, you know, pulling numbers and data out of our electronic medical record and then using spreadsheets and having uh, daily huddles with our clinical teams and also our um, operational leaders to really understand how patients were moving uh, throughout our hospital and throughout our organization. One of the things that the pandemic has really illustrated for us um, is that inpatient hospital care as well as critical care in a hospital, these are very limited resources. And with that in mind, the management of those limited resources has to be intentional and has to be proactive so that we can ensure that everybody who needs that care can really get it at the time that they need it. Obviously with acute care and critical care, timing is crucial. Patients don't wait <laughs> to get better. They can certainly decompensate and so being able to provide the care that they need in the moment that they need it is absolutely vital. 
and talk about, I know that Lean Test is partially a technology solution around this area. Can you, can you take a moment and talk about implementing the technology for optimizing capacity management and sort of any key lessons you learned? I mean, everybody's looking at different technology solutions. Lean Test is one of the great ones, but, but talk a little bit more about how did you do this? How did you implement and any key lessons you could share? Yeah, this, our, our work with Lean Test has been very, very collaborative. And with that in mind, they were very proactive about asking us, okay, what kind of information do you need? When do you need it? What's the format that you need it? And who actually needs to be looking at it? And they were able to design tools that would meet us where we are and to actually meet the needs that we have. So a few things happened. They created us a dashboard for us, a dashboard that would update in real time and give us those numbers how many beds do we have of each kind? How many discharges are we expecting? What's, what's the prediction for the admissions that are coming in? But we could access this dashboard and have this information at our fingertips moment to moment throughout the day. As we all know, um, patient flow is very, very dynamic. And being able to look at that information um, and, and know what was going on in the, that exact moment was very, very important for us to be able to pivot throughout the day to say, okay, we need to actually move these patients from this unit to that unit, or okay, this many, this many patients are coming in through RED or some critical event just occurred and we're expecting a, a, a huge surge of patients coming in. And that allowed us to be very responsive in real time to the, the patient flow um, occurrences that were going on. A couple things that we learned that was vitally important. One is that, um, the predictions for what would happen were based on a number of different factors. One, our historical trends, two, some of the things that we were um, experiencing in the, in the um, immediate past. So not only looking at what was, this, um, what was our flow looking like a year ago, but then looking also at how did this look two weeks ago to then predict what would happen tomorrow or in the next week or in the next three weeks. Um, that's actually very important because the, that kind of data is very organization specific. And I was very appreciative that LeanTask was able to do this and, and utilize this sort of data to be able to predict how we might uh, be looking in the next 24 to 48 hours and in, into our own future. The other thing that was really important was to go back to our frontline clinicians and the leaders who were needing this information and really asking them, what information do you need right now to be able to make your next decision? And then tailoring the dashboard to meet those needs. Take a moment. I mean, this capacity management issues, it, you, you said it really nicely that, you know, there's sort of rudimentary, how many beds we open, what's, looking on, what's going on in ICU, but it was never like it is today where capacity was so crunched and there had to be such different areas within the hospital for capacity management. How has this whole experience changed how you think about surge preparedness, being ready for surges, whether pandemics or emergencies or whatever else it might be that drives surges? It could be in flu season, but how has this changed how you view preparedness for surges? Yeah, Scott, I will tell you that um, my historical perspective was one in which it was sort of a unidirectional process where patients come in and then patients leave the hospital. But in fact, my recognition that patient flow is so dynamic, but that there are so many inputs 
meaning so many ways that a patient may need to come into the hospital, whether it's coming in from our ORs, um, coming in from our emergency departments, they might have been seen in one of our clinics and then need to be admitted from those clinics. But also that there are now many opportunities for patients to leave the hospital. So it's not just that they're gonna go home from their inpatient bed. Some of them may need to have a stay in acute or even subacute rehab. Some of them may need to go to uh, an intermediate care facility. Um, so there's a lot of variety now, not only in how patients come into the hospital, but also what they're going to need after their acute care stay. All of this has made the, the concepts and the ideas behind capacity management and patient flow so much more complex. Um, and um, just recognizing that all of these various parts of our health system really need to work together to ensure that the patients are moving smoothly through every part of their care journey with us and, and that there's not any loss of quality or safety in the care that we're providing. Thank you. And, and you've got this magnificent role between Vice President of the Colorado Hospital Association, also Medical Director, Chief Medical Officer here at University of Colorado Hospital. Talk a bit about any other closing thoughts that you have for listeners from all the things that you see out there? You know, my closing thought on this is that um, just remember that patient flow is really very, very dynamic and that our ability to meet patients and serve their needs in that moment very much relies on us being able to provide what is a very limited resource, not just withstanding, not just with staff or beds or equipment, but really the whole package of, of care is, is, limited, is a limited resource. And so many, many moving parts can be impacted so that we can get to where patients need to be and get them where they need to be to get the care they need in that moment. Thank you very, very much. But it really is, you point this out though, capacity management is so important, not just for beds, but in terms of managing and making sure you're working with staff efficiently, took in these times of tremendous shortages on staff too. So it's really this mix of beds and people and everything else that makes this patient flow issue so, so important, isn't it? Very much so, Scott. Absolutely right. Dr. Tiadi, just a pleasure to visit with you. What a remarkable career. I, I want to thank you for taking the time and the discussion today on patient flow, capacity management. Obviously, you're working with the LingTOS tool. We're, we're extremely thankful to LingTOS for sponsoring this episode. It, but, but the points on patient flow and capacity management go well beyond LingTOS and are just so important to managing health systems today. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, Arlene, Dr. Taddy. Just magnificent. Thank you very much. Thanks so much, Scott.